Hello and welcome to The Dad Whisperer. I'm your host, Dr. Michelle Watson. And if you are a father who is ready to add another tool to your fathering toolbox, then you are going to love today's show because that's exactly what you're going to get. And even though I specialize in the dad-daughter relationship, you know that these tools also work with your sons. And the reason for that is because it's all about you as a father becoming more equipped so that you can intentionally and consistently pursue the hearts of your daughter and your sons. And I'm sure you've got this down by now, but the grid, if you're a new listener, that I use every week is on your mark, get set, go. So I want you as dads to envision yourselves standing side by side each other, getting ready to run your fathering race this week. And I'm on the sidelines as your coach saying on your mark, get set, go. On your mark is the topic or the theme. Get set as I fill that in with stories, with stats, and then go is always your action step where you can put this specific conversation, specific topic into action. And I'm excited today to introduce you again, a repeat guest to my friend, Jason Noble. He's an incredible friend of mine over the past couple years. He's been a lead pastor, a children's pastor, and the national director for children's ministries with the Assemblies of God USA. He's passionate about helping to build up and encourage people to experience all that God has for them and believe God for the impossible. Jason has been traveling the country over the course of the last year, promoting a movie that is going to be released next week in theaters nationwide called Breakthrough. He's the pastor in this movie. He's portrayed by an actor by the name of Topher Grace. And today he's going to tell you a little bit more about the movie and what God has been doing around the country in response to the previews. And by the way, I've seen the movie. It's awesome. You've got to see it. In fact, dads, if you want to go step right here at the beginning, I've got an idea for you. Why not take your family to go see the movie? And that during Easter week can really kick up a notch a way that you as a dad can lead your daughters and your sons. I also want to highlight that Jason Noble has just released his first book titled Breakthrough to Your Miracle with an awesome subtitle, Believing God for the Impossible. And because I've had the privilege of of endorsing his book, I can tell you that you want to get it without a doubt. It's fantastic. So again, dads, if you want a resource to help equip you to lead your daughters and your sons spiritually, You could even buy Jason's book and then read it with your family. And because Jason is a dad, he understands how to equip dads to lead. And his book will give you what you need to join your daughter in believing God for a breakthrough. Well, Jason is married to the love of his life, Paula. They have one son and three daughters. And I'm so excited that he's here again for the second time. Welcome, Jason Noble. Thank you so much. So glad to be here. I'm excited to be today and excited about what God is doing and so thank you so much. And I know you're going to be, Michelle. yeah, you're going to be talking about it. I'm so, I'm so thrilled. I mean, really, honestly, we could probably talk for three hours, but we're going to condense this to a half hour. So on your yes. mark today, we've titled this joining your daughter to believe God for a breakthrough, because you and I both know if a dad doesn't believe God for a breakthrough, he can't join his daughter in believing God for a breakthrough, right? That's right. Exactly. That, I think the dad sets the tone for it. I really do. Bingo. Uh, spiritual leader of the home. Exactly. So, Jason, how about just as we start here, I'd love you to briefly just share the story that's been told in the book, The Impossible, the one that's going to be modeled right through the story that comes out in theaters next week, just so our listeners have a little bit of an idea of what this story is about that the movie and your book even talk about. Definitely. So the story happened back on Martin Luther King Day in 2015 in St. Louis. Um, I was a pastor there and I got a call from 
Um, some I got a call from someone in our church that John Smith had fallen through. The yeah, ice John and his mom and dad went to our church. They were part of it. Um, and when I got to the hospital, I found out that John had been under uh, the fell through the ice. He was under for 15 minutes. When they pulled him out, they pulled him out completely dead. He had no pulse. Um, they were trying to revive him, worked on him for another 45 minutes, so an hour total. Um, when they got ready to call time of death, they invited his mom in the room. And she came in, and she took the authority that God's given all of us, and she walked in and she prayed, Holy Spirit, bring my son back to life. And it wasn't that quiet. They say the whole hospital heard it. Um, mm. And at that moment, every apparatus came back to life. I mean, just completely, his pulse came back. Um, it was an incredible miracle. The nurses in the room said that when Joyce walked in, that she they could literally feel the power of God go up John's body, and uh, almost knocked one of them off. Multiple nurses gave oh their lives to the Lord. Oh, my goodness. Incredible. It's the kind of stand that we as parents have to take sometimes to say, listen, we have authority, and we're going to walk in and believe for a breakthrough. And at that moment, they airlifted him down to Cardinal Glennon, and he was barely alive. They basically, when I got there, they said that his uh, he was brain dead, had a rudimentary brain function, um, that if he lived overnight, which was a 1% chance that he would, I really think the doctor saw that it was a 100% chance that he would not live. Um, he would be a vegetable for the rest of his life. Mm. They said that every organ was in catastrophic failure. They were actually preparing to do organ transplants. Um, and it was at that point, we took a group of pastors in the room, and we began to pray for him. Um, and through just a series of incredible miracles, uh, of the power of a praying mom, the power of a praying community, the power of praying pastors. Um, John was completely healed and walked out of the hospital 16 days later. Wow. And which is which will become, I think, a modern day resurrection, one of the greatest that we've ever seen. Absolutely. So, um, Absolutely. And, you know, incredible miracles along the way. It's an incredible battle. Um, but we stood for this boy's life and yeah. it just shows you what happens when you take hold of its principles and break through. Wow, exactly. He will never disappoint you. Come on now. Well, I've heard you say something that I want to quote here because it's so powerful, Jason. Here's what you've said. We chose not to go by what we heard or by what we saw, but by God's promises. This was a time to hold on to God's word, and this was a time to test the real power of prayer. So we did. We spoke the truth of scripture. We prayed, and we refused to allow fear to take over. Whoa. Okay, that is a powerful statement. And so what I would love to just ask you is, how did you, in that time, in that place, believe God for a breakthrough, even when it seemed like hope was gone, right? Because you're modeling to other dads how to lead spiritually, yeah. even when everything going on around them is speaking to the contrary. Well, I think, first of all, you have to understand, we were not fighting. Yes, we wanted John. We wanted him alive. We wanted a good outcome. But how we fought did not depend upon the outcome. Mm-hmm. So whether he lived or he died didn't dictate how we were going to fight. And I think in that perspective, because if you're looking at that, you're looking at the outcome, and you you have only one way it can go, when things go a different direction during the process, mm-hmm. it's easier to lose your faith and lose your, you know, let doubt creep in. And so I think that's one of the one of the things. And we just knew, I mean, God had given us promises about John, about the situation, um, you know, and during those times of when it did not line up with God's promises, what we saw did not line up with God's promises, we just started speaking them out. 
We didn't speak that John was going to die. We spoke the promises. Um, and I, I really firmly believe the power of life and death is in the tongue. And so as you're talking and as we talk, um, you know, that was a big piece to this puzzle is we would only speak life. Mm-hmm. And we would only, you know, some people go, well, is that kind of naming and claiming it? Or is that kind of, no, it's not what it is. It's taking God's promises out of his word and speaking them over your situation. Mm-hmm. Because you can, you can, you can choose God's what you speak about. If you speak the negative, I promise you that will be what will happen. Um, and you just say, I've seen it. I've been at bedsides where I've watched it happen. Yeah. And so, you know, along those lines, that is exactly what we knew is, listen, it doesn't matter the outcome. It doesn't even matter what we see. We're going to speak God's promises over the situation until we see it line up with what God has already promised us. So would you encourage dads, because we're talking today about how do you join your daughter? We didn't. We decided not to call it leading your daughter, right? We were talking about joining right. your daughter in this spiritual battle to come to victory. Yep. Would you encourage dads to write out verses from the Bible to pray over their kids? Yes, yes, and to pray with them. You know, I mean, a good example, my daughter, one of my daughters, uh, I've got three daughters, so our house is full of girls, and <laughs> so I have a little bit of experience with this. Um, yeah. One of our daughters really deals with anxiety, and, you know, as we've walked through this, um, we've taken God's promises and God's scripture, and whenever she's dealing with anxiety, uh-huh. we just take them out, and we start praying them over her. Together. And she prays them. Yeah. Together. And that's that leading piece, you know, and as you walk through that, you know, I think if we were to say, oh, don't worry about it, and, you know, it's going to be all better, and we, don't, we didn't take the God's promises step, mm-hmm. I think the anxiety would just continue to grow. Exactly. Because she needs a word from God. She needs God's word over her situation. And I just see it. I mean, it just happened this week where we sat down with her, and, and she came up and just said, Dad, I'm really dealing with anxiety. Um, can you pray with me? And we sat down and we did that, you know. Um, I think we're so quick, and I'm all for meds, I'm all for all that stuff, but I think we're so quick to try to get a diagnosis mm-hmm. when we already have God's promises that we can walk yeah. through with our kids. We're just living in a society where anxiety and fear and worry are just exploding, and we've got God's promises. Exactly. And so I think practically, we've got to step in, and we've got to, and I'm all for counseling, I'm all, all for all of that, but what if the diagnosis needed to be God's promises, and that's mm-hmm. how we solve it. Yeah. You know? And I love that your daughter came to you and said, will you pray with me? I don't know that a lot yeah. of daughters go to their fathers to say, I know my dad will pray if I ask him to. Yeah. So that's a powerful piece, well, I think, in all of this. That is part of the strategy that we've talked with her. It's to say, listen, whenever you're struggling with anxiety, you don't have to anymore. Come and we will pray with you. That is how we've, that's how we've dealt with the situation. Mm-hmm. Is that is the guardrails we put up with her. And... I don't just let her walk away after we prayed. Yeah. I ask her that question, how do you feel? Do you feel like the anxiety is gone? And if she says no, then we keep, compar- we keep praying. Mm-hmm. And we keep holding on until we feel like it, it is lifted. Oh, that's so good. Well, Jason, I know you've spoken to hundreds of thousands of people around the U.S. and yeah. the world now, right? You've heard lots of stories. You've heard stories yeah. of fathers, I'm sure, with estranged daughters, really difficult situations or... Even stories from dads whose daughters have made decisions that have broken his heart. And yet in your book, Breakthrough to Your Miracle, you say that God is still in the miracle business today. So can you encourage that dad that's listening right now that needs to hang on and believe God for a breakthrough with his daughter right now today? Definitely. I want to first of all encourage you, Dad, 
Don't go by what you see. Go by what you know. And God is in the He is in the business. Scripture tells us in the end times that, that God will draw sons and daughters back to their dads and back to their families. And that's a paraphrase, but I really believe that that's one of the things that's going to happen in this season is that a strange relationships are going to be put back together again. Mm-hmm. And I've seen it so many times where parents just begin to really hold on to that and they stand firm and no matter what they see. And here's the deal with the situations and when you're needing breakthrough, there's a lot of times things go from bad to worse. Mm-hmm. In our perspective, exactly. And I've heard even people say, "Well, I started praying, and it went, it went, it went from bad to worse." And I go, "Well, why do you think that is?" I mean, my feeling is, if it goes back from bad to worse, the enemy knows that you're onto something, and you're going to see breakthrough, and he's trying to get you off, and, and for you to give up before you see it. Mm-hmm. And my feeling with it is, is if you're fighting a battle, don't give up till you see why you're why you're fighting. Mm-hmm. Too many of us. We give up right before the battle is won, yeah. and I'd say stick around and find out what you're fighting for. Dad, you just have an incredible power and authority that God's given you as the spiritual leaders of your homes to go after this stuff. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you don't have to have the perfect prayers and the perfect, I mean, just cry out to God and He will be there to help you. Yeah, that's so good. Can you tell the story, Jason, that you, you highlighted in your book the story of the water being turned into wine by Jesus at the wedding. And you talked yeah. about, you just said, no, you are in the middle of the story. Like sometimes in the middle of yeah. it, it may seem like it gets worse. Can you say more about how that story really impacted you as a dad? Yeah, definitely. I mean, you look at that situation and I think it's so important to remember that there are times when you're in the middle of the story and being in the middle of the story is the toughest place to be because you don't know the outcome. Uh, you don't know in your in your in your physical state like you don't go and we'd all love to know the outcome, right? I mean, that's right. what the goal right. is. Exactly. Is we'd love to know the outcome, but there are times that we don't see the outcome. There are times I liken it to you're on a trail, and basically you have just enough light to see what's in front of you, mm-hmm. and all God's asking you to do is take the next step and trust Him that He's got it under control. And really, if He wants to walk the whole path. You may not you may not like it. <laughs> exactly. It you to know the kind of path that you're gonna walk on. But here's the scoop. He's always the guy that will walk you through it. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, being in the middle of our story is difficult. There's times where you have to hold on and uh just really like God, give me that belief, give me that faith to know that you're gonna get me through the rest of the thing. Mm-hmm. And you know, I can promise you this. If you don't have time with the Lord and you're not focused on your relationship, you won't make it through the middle of the story. Mm-hmm. The relationship with God is what get what is what helps you to make it through the story when you're in the middle of it. Some of you men, you're in the middle of your story right now, and I want to encourage you, hold on. Do not give up. Uh, get a little bit of grit inside of you and fight for, for, fight for what you're praying for. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so good. Well, if you're just joining us, I'm Dr. Michelle Watson, the Dad Whisperer, talking with my friend Jason Noble. And the title today, the Get Set, we're filling this in, and the and the On Your Mark title is Joining Your Daughter to Believe God for a Breakthrough. So, Jason, you said a little bit about this already, but I would love you to break this down a little more, talking about dads who have prayed and not seen an answer. So, can you yep. speak to that dad a little bit more about how does he you know, be transparent with his daughter, be real, be authentic, where he's struggling in his own faith journey. 
any input about how he can believe God for a breakthrough, even when everything is going south? I promise you, Dad, if you look back and you really stop and think about it, God has done miracles in your situation. There are little miracles that have happened along the way. Sometimes we're waiting for the big miracle, and we forget that God works in stages. He works in one small miracle at a time. That's what happened with John. One miracle at a time, one small, and we'd say small, but they're all big. Mm-hmm. But I think any miracle, anything that God does, and it, it, you know, is, is big. Anytime God intervenes in our situation. And so if you look back, I would challenge you to write down where you would see God intervening and doing a miracle in your situation and hold on to those small miracles. Because what will happen is it'll be God will put those miracles together for one incredible outcome. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, if we would have missed that with John, if we would not have stopped and and looked at what God had done up to the point, because we were, you know, there was a point where we were in the middle of it. There was a point where we're like going, God, you know what? We've believed you, we've held on, and we're not seeing much change. Mm-hmm. And at that moment, Joyce and I sat down and we started looking back over the couple of the days before and saying, God, thank you for this miracle. Thank you for doing this. Thank you for doing that. And we just take them up. I really think thankfulness and having a heart of gratitude is a way that we open mm-hmm. God's promises in our lives. Looking back and just going, God, thank you for what you've already done. Mm-hmm. So I don't think any, I mean, and the reality is the enemy would love to cause you to think, well, God hasn't done anything in your situation, and you might as well just give up. Mm-hmm. But the reality of it is he has been working all along, and if you can see that, it'll help to feel you through to see an incredible ending. Oh, that's so good. And I love, if you're a dad listening, I love Jason's practical action step right there. That may be your go step, is that you start with yourself before you can join your daughter to believe God for a breakthrough yes. by writing down what you know that you know that you know that God has done in the last month, the last six months, the last year. Because yeah. that's practical. And, you know, I think this is the other thing is a lot of dads beat themselves up too, thinking, well, maybe this is my fault, or maybe I haven't done the right things, or I haven't, you know, or I'm wrapped up in sin and God's not here. I just want to tell you, tell you dads, it's not about you, it's about what God can do. And so, and we've all fallen down, we've all fallen short, um, and if there's things in your life, yes, God wants to take you and, and heal you up, but I want to encourage you, don't let the enemy beat you up anymore over your past. Yeah. Walk out of that. And God wants to do miracles, you know. Uh, and I want to challenge you in that, that way. Like, don't give up. Mm-hmm. That's so good. Okay, well now, Jason, I want to I get a little more personal. How about okay. if I ask you this question, what is one area, or you could say more than that, in your own life where you've seen God break through to your miracle, where you know it was all Him that led to that breakthrough? Yeah, I mean, I would say... Um, I would say even in the step that we're at right now. I mean, when we look at what God is doing with the movie Breakthrough, with all of the all of the things that were happening, God called me last January to step away from our church to work full time on the movie and and to work full time um, with the book and the story and being out speaking, and that meant stepping away from an income. And mm-hmm. so at that moment, we I felt like the Lord said, "You can either stay for a paycheck or you can step out and you can trust me." And I had a decision to make. I mean, it would have been comfortable to stay where we were at. Mm-hmm. We could have, but we stepped out. And God set it up. And we didn't know if we were going to be working for the movie. We didn't know what was going to happen. And so we took a step of faith, and there was, it was only God that opened up that door. And 
begin we begin to work on the movie in May, and we're just trusting him for the rest of everything. But I know that God's path and journey um, that was a major breakthrough for us, mm-hmm. and you know, and continuing through that uh, and to see what God's going to do. And we're still we're kind of in the middle of the story, so. Uh, I'd love to report back to you once we kind of walk through all of it, what God ends up doing. Yeah, let's let's have another conversation six months down the road and see. Well, I would even love exactly. to just ask you another personal question just about this idea as a dad to three daughters. And you're talking yes. all around the country about believing God to do the impossible, right? To resurrect the dead, heal people. Yep. So I'd love to even hear you say more about how has that theme impacted you as a dad, specifically with your daughters, to believe God for more miracles? You talked about one struggling with anxiety. Any other stories? Yep. Um, yeah, I mean, through this whole process, when you're out on, like for me, I'm out on the road a ton right now. So um, that's been a process of just walking through uh, with my daughters and making sure that I'm not out reaching the world uh, and losing my daughters in the process, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, and really encouraging, encouraging them to walk through and believe for breakthrough. And the truth of it is, whenever you do anything for God, there's going to be a battle that comes along with that. And so I think we've been able to show our daughters and show our kids that, listen, the battle can sometimes be intense, but it's worth it. And you have to fight through, you have to not give up, you can't just give in to how you're feeling, um, you know, and my wife is a rock. I mean, she <laughs> she definitely is the one that uh, helps me to have the right perspective. So, um, you know, thank God for wives that uh, God gives us to keep our heads on straight. Mm-hmm. So, and Jason, you know, how do you connect with your daughters when you're on the road a lot? Because you're talking about a lot of dads who are in the same boat, right? They travel for work. Yeah. And it's harder to know what their daughters need support in, in terms of believing God for a breakthrough. How do you do that when you're yeah. on the road? I think simply staying in contact with them. Uh, I try to text them every day. I try to talk with them regularly. Mm-hmm. Um, my kids have an open door to where I said, "Listen, if you have, if you're struggling and you need help, call me. I'll be there. In a, you know, I'm always available on my phone." Yeah. Um, and then when I'm home, uh, I try to spend time where I take the kids out for dates and and really maximize the amount of time that I have with them. So oh. it's an interesting. There's no, uh, you know, some people say, "Well, finding a balance." I don't think that's a possibility. I think it's kind of like a constant juggling act. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Thanks for keeping uh, it real. I, that's balance. awesome. Yep. I was going to say balance. Uh, if somebody else can find it, they're better than I am. So. <laughs> yeah, there you go. You're like, tell me, tell me your secret. Yes. Well, you know, I end every show with one go step. So, Jason, what yeah. would you say would be one practical way that dads this week could take a step forward to join their daughters in believing God for a breakthrough? Get into God's Word and find out what He says about your situations. Write it down as promises. If it's financial, because, you know, breakthrough can be in relationships. It could be in your job. It could be in your finances. It could be in any in your marriage. It could be in any aspect where you need God to do the impossible. Um, and I encourage you, if it's your finances, dig into God's Word and find out every scripture on finances. If it's your relationships, you know, get in and find out scriptures. On, and then take those write them down, and pray those scriptures over your situation. Mm, so good. So good. Come on now. Okay, Jason, if people want to get a hold of you and find your book, where can they find it? Uh, you can go to www.breakthroughtoyouramerica.com and find it right there. I'm also on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter uh, under Jason Noble. I'd love to have more conversation. Oh, that's fantastic. 
Well, it's been a joy today to have my friend Jason Noble here. We've been talking about what it looks like to join your daughter to believe God for a breakthrough. So between today and next week, I encourage you to take Jason's challenges to heart. And as always, you can go to my website at drmichellewatson.com and find free resources where you can also sign up for my bi-monthly Dad Daughter Friday blogs. There's also a link to Amazon where you can find my book, Dad, Here's What I Really Need From You, A Guide for Connecting With Your Daughter's Heart. And it's now also available on Audible where you can listen to me reading my book in my own voice. Remember, you can always subscribe to the Dad Whisper podcast on iTunes, where you can listen to any of the past shows or share them with your friends. So this wraps up another week's program. It's been great to be with you. I'm so glad my friend Jason Noble has been able to share his heart with you. And I'm Dr. Michelle Watson, the Dad Whisper, signing off, encouraging you dads to make today a day where you intentionally and consistently invest in pursuing your daughter's heart. Go Dads! 